0: Julie in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, welcome to the EIB Network. Great to have you with us.
1: Hello, how are you? <laughs>
0: I'm fine, thank you.
1: I just wanted to tell you a funny story. Um, in two, I've listened to you since 2000, and in 2004, I decided to go back to college after being out of high school for 10 years, um, much because of what I've heard on your show about how you can do anything. You should do anything. You should not be okay with mediocre, et cetera, et cetera. You're the only one that's ever put that idea in my head
0: is that right your whole life
1: (laughs) it's been yeah it's been that kind of life but yes that's correct and it was drilled in my head over and over again from listening to your show you know go out and do it just do it you know make something better of yourself you have opportunity so i went back to school in 2004 and i had a professor who had a master's working on his second master's who was so book smart you know thought he knew everything and he would bring up arguments in class over the economy, uh, amendments, laws, different things. And I'm telling you what, the only thing I had done since high school was work, and then I started listening to your show. I could go toe-to-toe with that guy and argue with him about anything and make him look stupid in front of the class just by listening to your show.
0: <laughs> did he know that he looked stupid, or did he give you problems? Did he, did he think you were being insolent and disrespectful? He,
1: Was baffled. He looked at my profile and he said, Now, you've been out of school 10 years. He said, You won't, this is your first year. He said, How in the world do you know all this stuff? And I said, Uh, I'm going to be honest. I said, Uh, All I do is listen to Rush.
0: Oh, no, I knew that was coming. And then he said,
1: He said, No. He said, That's just hate speech. And I said, No, no, (laughs) it's not. And I said, You know what? I didn't even know how uninformed and smart I was till. I got in this class and I said, and realizing everything I've heard from that show, how informed and smart and capable I really am. And I said, you know, I couldn't believe it, you know? And um, he said, well, doesn't he just talk bad about people? Doesn't he just make fun of Democrats? And I said, no, it's actually very educational. And he said, well, I just, I just can't believe it. So I said, well, give it a listen sometime. And he ended up listening, and he doesn't listen every day because of classes. But he ended up listening, and said he rather enjoys the show, even if he I doesn't. hope he's,
0: I hope he's listening today. Was your college in Oklahoma City?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Yeah, uh, Julie, I have to run because of time. But that, well, no, in fact, hang on, I, I need to ask you a couple more things, or at least do a couple more things. Hang on through the break. Now back to Julie in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Julie, the, the, your your I, I couldn't let you go without thanking you from the. Uh, bottom of my sizable beating heart no thank, uh, thank
1: you for opening up my eyes because really there was no one else around to do it and the only reason i started listening to you was the election of 2000 i just felt i couldn't believe what i was seeing on abc nbc and i said what would rush limbaugh have to say about this let's get a different point of view and ever since then i've been listening
0: sounds almost like divine intervention
1: Right. What but, would Rush do? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I mean, of all people you can think of, uh, and you hadn't listened before. What
1: no, would my wouldn't? my sister has listened since you since you had your TV program.
0: Aha. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, she's listened and she's always talked about you. And I almost felt guilty listening to you, but because I thought, oh, what? she'll be why? Oh, I said, well, my sister would love this. I said oh. she would love this, you know. And I. But said, th- one thing I have
0: to ask you because uh-huh. this is you said. Uh, earlier in in your call that nobody in your life had ever spoken to you about the positive aspects of you the potential that you as an american citizen have that you can be better than you think you are you can do more than you think you can nobody ever talked to you that way at any time in your life
1: let me tell you why because when i was seventeen and when i was eighteen i had a baby so Everyone said, "Well, just go get a job. Just go pay your bills. Just make it the best you can." You know, right. because I had a, a baby at a young age, people were thinking, "Well, you know, you just would be doing good to be make, making more than."
0: Yeah, that but enough. even before that, I I just I, mean, I sometimes yeah. I make the mistake of because I had a very normal childhood and I had I had you know just typical middle class middle America upbringing upbringing and and uh, that's it was it was via my my whole family that that. I first, and I didn't put it in these words, but that's where I first became cognizant and aware of what I now call American exceptionalism. And my dad and my as some teachers were constantly pushing me to do better than I was doing because they all knew that I could. But, you know, I, I was not interested in what they wanted me to do well in at the time. But but the, still, the, the concept that uh, there's a great land of opportunity out there. Uh, and all you have to go to do, all you have to do is is, is go attack it, was not something foreign to me. so it's, it's why I'm, I'm I'm one of the few members of my family that left home. I mean, I, I left home when I was 20 uh, and, you know, struck out on just following my dream. Uh, I've told the story countless thousands of times. What, I, what I'm amazed at is that, th- it, it, and I wonder how common this is, that up until the time you had your baby when you were 17, that the whole concept that... There's greatness for you out there, that you are a a special person, that you're better than average, that all it takes is a little hard work, that there's far more out there than what you think. This was something that never occurred to you or was never taught to you.
1: Well, no, it was because I wanted to be a police officer. I wanted to be an FBI agent. And everyone said, oh, Julie, you know. You can't do that. You could never do that. That's a man's work, you know. Just put that idea out of your head. And so I would start to think, well, maybe I, you know, maybe I can't. And that's where really you see know.
0: that's that's distressing to hear. Because I think there's probably a lot of that out there. Uh, in in general, no, you can't do that. I mean, I've I've been told that too. I was not told that by my family, right? But I've been told that by people that fired me. Uh, I, I've, I've been told that by, by friends when I told them what I wanted to do. It can't, I mean, we all here, it's easy to be negative. You know, you'll, you'll never go to the, the library and find a book on how to fail because we all do it Right. and it doesn't take any special insight, but these people that write books on how to succeed and how to think positively make millions because it's something that doesn't occur naturally, apparently, even in this country, where I think it ought to be occurring. But then you look at the political drivel that suffices as news most of the day for most people, and the country sucks. It's going to hell in a handbasket. In fact, there's a shortage of handbaskets because the economy is doing so poorly. Uh, Bush is lying. People are dying. All this It's a constant negative drumbeat uh, that is by the Democratic Party echoed by the media so I'm I'm not surprised that that stuff's easy to be caught up in. But um, what did your parents do? What What did your dad do?
1: Um, he was an accountant.
0: He was an account. Well, that's not hard. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not easy. Is what that that's that's a, that that requires a lot of hard work and specific talent and uh, right, maybe he, it was. Just he, was co-
1: he wasn't around, so it was just my mother.
0: So oh. I guess the
1: oh. idea of her having a daughter who wanted to be a police officer or FBI agent or whatever was just far-fetched just no not my daughter you know don't you want to be a hairdresser a waitress a secretary you know and I said no I would you know this is what I want to do and then came into the whole well you've got a baby now so you know you're going to do good just to make it and I believed that for so many years I'm doing good just to make it and I thought wait a minute I can do way more than that
0: well you know there that, that, that it, it takes all kinds. I and uh, the um uh, not not everybody is is going to reach their potential and not everybody is going to tap their full ambition. It just doesn't it for a lot of reasons some of them you just mentioned. Um mm-hmm. uh, and, and and other people will settle. I mean you had had you not uh, happened upon this program probably because what your mother had said enough times you would have just said okay this is this is my lot in life and you would have tried to make the most of it and be happy. Uh, and so forth. Uh, And I think that probably happens more often uh, than not, but yet somehow you swerved and stumbled into this program. And now you've gone back to college 10 years years
1: after after you got out of
0: high school. And when did you start college again?
1: 2004.
0: 2004. And And this professor professor of yours, of 2004, I had been on the air uh, 16 years. Mm-hmm. And this guy had no clue what actually happened on this program, even though you don't need a secret radio or password to listen to it. Well, right. you got to just turn on the radio. And here's a guy teaching college, had no clue. He just believed it was all hate speech, bashing Democrats every day, and so forth. Uh, and you were able to educate him. How'd that make you feel?
1: I mean. I'm telling you when I it was not until I walked in that class and he would start lecturing on certain things and I could argue with him and I could make him look really dumb that I was like, "Whoa, you know, I haven't just been listening, I've been learning." I mean, it was I mean, it just made me feel wonderful. And he was one of those guys that he believes everything he sees on TV. Well, you know, Dan Rather said it, it must be true if the book says well, it, it must be true. See. He never questioned anything. He was so institutionalized. Right. And so this is what the book says. This is what it is. He never questioned anything. And, you know, that's one thing I've got from your program. Don't just listen. you got to question. Go out, explore, get knowledge. Right.
0: Learn to read the stitches on the fastball.
1: Exactly. And that's what I've done. And I just didn't, like I said, I was just amazed that I could go up against a guy who had a master's for crying out loud.
0: Oh, well, see, that, yeah, that's another thing to learn. You and you said at the beginning of the phone call, there are there are countless book smart people. Who have lots of education, uh, but it doesn't mean they have a lot of knowledge.
1: And, yeah, and I, so, I mean, it was just a little bit surreal, you know, not surreal, but, you know.
0: Well, what are you studying?
1: Police science.
0: Police or poly? Police science. Police. So you're following your original dream. That's that's fabulous.
1: Yes, I am. Fabulous. I am. And so I'm finally... almost, I am almost there, too.
0: <laughs> Terrific. Well, damn it, I'm proud of you.
1: Thank you very much. You're... I mean that's
0: that is just awesome. You 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 held on to the dream for 10 years and now you're doing it and you and you're doing it at the university level. That's that's just great. And I've I made, hope
1: and I've made the president's list every semester while I've got two kids while I'm working full
0: time. That is just incredible. See, you are living proof exactly. to anybody and by the, see the great thing here not only what it's doing for you uh, and, and the way you feel about yourself and your future. But anybody else who comes in contact with your story, uh, you're going to influence in a, in a positive way. Uh, and and so your life experiences are gonna to transfer to others, and you're gonna make them better because you're gonna make them think it's also possible for them. That's just, this is just terrific.
1: Well you you gave, me a, the, you gave me the big push that I needed.
0: Well, I understand that. I understand that. somebody had to. I'm glad we were there when uh, when you tuned in at this, this propitious moment. You happened to be listening we weren't bashing Democrats. Uh, <laughs> you, now do you have a computer? Yes, I do. Are you uh, are you a, a subscriber to my website?
1: No, I'm
0: not. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you are now. I'm going to make a oh! compliment. Yes, right. You because you're one of the. You are. You are, You will not believe what all is there. You think that you're informed and educated now. Wait till you tap into the resources that are on my website, and I'm also going to throw in a, a year subscription of the Limbaugh Letter. That's the newsletter. And uh, give you a couple items from the EIB store that you can pick out. So, Julie, hang on. A, a nice man who will not ask you the name of your kids <laughs> <laughs> <Thank laughs> will be you, on son. the phone to tell you. No, thank, thank you. you. You've, you've made our day here.
1: Well, good. You've, you've made a big difference to me, so thank
0: you. Thank you. Thanks, Julie. We'll talk to you again soon and be back here in just a second. Julie, don't hang up. Stay on hold. Hey, uh, Julie, in Oklahoma City, I know you're still out there. I'm going to add a couple of things to the um, surprise package here. Recall this: I'm just going to give her the house. I'm going to throw in a select comfort bed, let her choose what kind she wants, uh, and a rush pack from Allen Brothers. So uh, HR, get her back on the phone after the program, and, and uh, make, well, we got to organize all that. We have uh, we have people in the prize closet. That's all they do is handle the freebies and the giveaways. Most of them we never talk about because we're not into this for that reason. But uh, that I just, I, I'm so impressed that after 10 years, when she went back to school, it was to follow her original passion and want to be in law enforcement. And that nobody was able ultimately to talk her out of it because she couldn't do it. That, that, that makes our day here. Even Snurdly is smiling. First time today, he's forgotten about the Foley story.